you don't surprise you just where there's a film that you just you just unload yeah, on. when, it's, when you, you can do hate. stuff yeah, yeah. you can and, unload on it and yeah. it just it just feels <laughs> it just it feels exciting. it feels massively cathartic it's just like ah. yeah <laughs> it's nice to get it out there <laughs> let's get ready to rumble Hello and welcome to Netflix versus Cinema, the podcast that asks that question. Netflix versus Cinema, which one is going to win this Titanic battle? My name is Tosin and I am your host set up in Coventry somewhere up in the Midlands. And on the Isle of Wight, joining me are Sharon. Hello. And Sean. Hiya. Now, we have a bit of a quick fire, um, uh, well, quick fire episode today because we all have places to go. So this should be, we're going to try something that we haven't done for a while and try and keep this thing under an hour. Do you think we can do it? <gasps> Quirky. Give it a shot. We can try. Eh? <laughs> a shot. Actually, a, a, grad, a garden that I normally, normally takes us an hour and a half to cut. We did it in an hour and five today. Wow. It's just been so dry. Yeah. But it can be done. It, you know, okay, the impossible is done. possible. Okay, so <laughs> as those people who listen to this show will know, we usually kick off by saying, so Sean, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Thank okay, you that's very good. Much. That's good. That's good. Sharon, how are you doing? I'm well, thank okay, you. Okay, cool. Enough of that. Enough hey, of that. Hey, we're <laughs> sorted. Yeah. How are you? How are you, Tozin? We better ask you. I'm fine. I'm good. Let's move on. Good. Good. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we started off last week doing this thing where we said also rans, where we talked about things that we had watched in the cinema that, oh, oh well, or things that we'd watched this week, but we weren't going to put forward because every week we put forward. Three films we've seen in the cinema, three films we've seen on Netflix or other streaming services on ho at home. And um, so we, then we always talk about films that don't make the cut or things that we've watched so many of that couldn't make the cut. Do you guys have anything for our also rounds this week? I was, I was going to ask, actually. I know I'm a little quick. I know we've got to be quick, but you know our exception to the rule. If you see a series, you must have seen all in that, that yeah. series. Yes. But I, I've it, been watching... I, this I've been is, watching one called Black Mirror. This is a and, very good question. This is a very good question about that. And each episode is different. So it's, it's not a like a continuum. It? It's a standalone story. Each each is a standalone. And I've yeah. watched four of them. Yeah, but it's not the whole season. So I'm wondering if we could sort of somehow, maybe not today, tonight, but another night, we could stick a couple of bits where we, uh, we uh, just say, my Netflix contribution is this one from <laughs> Black Mirror. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. What do you think, Tozen? You're... Yeah, I, I think I think you're right because when you, when you actually said you're watching Black Mirror, I had exactly the same thought. I was like, okay, that's that that kind of messes up our rules a bit because it's a TV. Yeah, so it's almost like an anthology series, rather than a linear. Series. I mean, it was a bit like Love, Death, and Robots, which we reviewed. Yeah. You know, it would have been yeah. nice to spend a little bit more time on on the episodes. I think, or just put. You okay, know, yeah. I, I, I'll, short, so. I'll tell you what, Sean. It, so, the, which season of Black Mirror is this that you've been watching? I've only just started watching it, so it's the first season. First season, okay. We yeah. okay. We will do a Black Mirror special. Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah, we'll, are you going to watch it as well? Then you should. Some of them are, uh, are really good. Some of them are really good. Yeah, if it's I've, on Netflix, so I might try uh, try to find them. Yeah, yeah, I've watched them all. I've seen them all. So yeah, we we might oh, do. A you've Black... seen all of them, have you? Yeah, I've seen oh, all cool. of them. Yeah, I've seen all the black. Apart from the first one with the pig, I refuse to watch that one. But I know I know what the happens. First, the first, well, I don't know. The first one I've watched was the like the Star Trek one. Oh no! You 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 jumped right into season four. Have I? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh right. Okay. I better the, go back then. Yeah. Season one. See, I, see, season one is it starts off with the prime minister. Oh no, that's not the one then. The one I've seen is it must be the start of something else. It's the Star Trek one with the. Yeah, yeah, that's season put, four. It puts all the people. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Cool. That's, that, well, yeah. I've watched the first first four seasons <laughs> four then, so I skipped there. I'll have to. Okay. I'll have to go back. All right. Okay. Cool. 
Right, we're supposed to be going quickly. Anyway, so... Yeah, well, let's go quickly. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, any, anything... Sorry, so, no, nothing, nothing. I don't have any also answer. I'm mid-series on all of my programmes, so well, there, there I'm was, midway through. Hmm, there was something I watched, which was The Night Each the Day, which was a French film. I'm not sure. Did I review that a couple of weeks no, ago? No, no, you, didn't, you did. didn't review that, no. No. Well, this, yeah, it's like a... It's what another one of the zombie films. It's, it's um, <laughs> in that zombie genre. Uh, French film, and it's just pretty much a solo solo guy... He thinks he's the only one left. He's a bit of a musician, and everyone else outside in the world is, as far as he's concerned, is uh, you know. There's not really a lot to talk mm, about. It's very, just, Mega Man, very much just one room, really. Yeah. And, and loads of things going on outside, so, so um, knocking holes through walls, but so, not a lot of not a lot of killing and stuff. So Omega Man, I Am Legend, kind of thing. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. So, oh, but French. I mean, I give it. I give it. A th- I'd give it a three star, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, I'd give that a three star. So okay, just, cool. You know, it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch, but it's not like knockout. It's not a must see. So okay. that's probably probably mine. Oh, okay. Sharon, you see that? No, I'm, I'm all, I've been oh, watching okay. series, but I'm midway through them all. Right. All right. Oh, I saw. Well, you know, last week I mentioned Samurai Jack season five. Yeah. And, and, yes. and yeah. Dead to Me, and I said I wanted to, to yeah. do them in depth. But I've decided that there's just too much stuff on Netflix and I'm never going to get to actually do them in depth <laughs> because yeah. I've just never, because we're just going to keep, we're going to keep watching stuff each week and never going to do it. So I'm going to say Samurai yeah. Jack. Now, Sean, I was, recommend, but, I was recommending this to you, that it's all. You was indeed, yeah. yeah. And I, I did like the look of it. I did like the look of it very much. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so I will, will try and catch up. Maybe we should do the odd specials or something and we've got a little bit of time. Yeah. Well, then, uh, you know, we'll just do odd specials. I would love to do a Samurai Jack special. Samurai Jack is okay. awesome. It is awesome. And cool. I said, like, season five, it, it just sort of rounds because they ended up season four a couple of years ago and it was kind of mm-hmm. left open-ended. So they came back for a season five. Right. And because it's, it's very stylized and in the first four seasons, because it was on Cartoon Network, there was, it's, it's kind of like violent, like, you know, an old school Japanese movie violent. But because the yeah, only, the only yeah. thing he ever cut were robots. So he'll cut a robot in half and you see like all this oil gushing. But in season five. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, but yeah. In, season, in five, they went on to Adult Swim, which means they didn't have I'll to do, do. Yeah. So uh, Yeah, yeah. I think, well, we could do specials on that toast, yeah. couldn't we? Or we yeah, could we have could a little, do. We'll we, 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 we discuss that. We'll yeah. discuss that. But I'll give, that, I'll give it a four day. out of five. Dead to Me. Dead to Me is a, season, is a series that showed up on Netflix and it's about a woman who loses her husband and at a bereavement supports group. She meets this other woman and as things go along, you start finding out this other woman becomes like her best friend and this other woman might not be all she seems. Now, this, this is a oh. Yeah, it was a show that I thought, I was like, okay, this actually has a lot of promise. It's, it's quite funny in places. I quite like the characterization. But towards the end of the season, it does that horrible thing where it, I think it just... It just starts trying to set things up for a second season instead of actually finishing off the story that it's telling, and the way it ends, I'm like, right. I'm like, I don't think I'm coming back. Even though it has Christina <laughs> Applegate and Linda Cardellini, I'm not really interested in a second season. And that I'll give that cool. three, I'll give that a three out of five. Three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Cool. Yeah. And oh, and oh, just a report back on something you guys said I should watch: Aladdin. Aladdin, yes. yeah. Yeah, I saw Aladdin and I loved it. It's a four out of five. Hey! It's a four out of five for me because the original Aladdin was like my, it was my gateway into Disney movies. And I, uh, I love that film. There were so many bits. I was singing along to all the songs. I had massive smiles on my face. I was just like, oh my God. Well, that's, so... <laughs> that's when I looked around, when I was, I mean, went to Sham, when I looked around and I looked around at the audience and they were much the same. So yeah, obviously they were, well into it, stuff, they? they were really, really into it. I, I would have liked the tiger to have done a bit more, though. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, I was slightly underwhelmed by the tiger. Well, yeah. to, to be honest, that was you, the only thing for me. It looked really good thing. to start with. At the beginning, yeah. you thought, oh, this is going to be, and you know, and yeah, it didn't look quite right. What's his name? Raj or something? Raja, Raja. Raja. Yeah. So, right, but Raja is very true to himself in the. I think he's a little bit more threatening in the cartoon. Like, there's bits right. where, where he jumps in Aladdin and all that, and when he's protecting Jasmine. But apart from that, oh, I, yeah. he, he, that's pretty much what he does. They, and right. I, I like the way they tweaked certain things in it and they, to make it work for live action. Will Smith's mm -hmm. genie was not as bad as I was fearing it was going to be. And. <laughs> Yeah, and a whole new world when that came on. I mean, a whole new world. I, okay, I have to do a shout out to a friend of mine who's in the States in North Carolina. I think she still is in North Carolina. Jamie Arnold, Knee Peebles. And when I was in the States, we had this whole thing where we would perform a whole new world. And I'll put her on a roller chair as the mar magic carpet. And I'll be pushing her around going, I can show you the world. Shy. <laughs> so... Shout out, shout out to Jamie. I know you have kids now, so take them to go see Aladdin. You have we, your own magic carpet moment. Yes, yeah, so you can have your magic carpet. And just remember me pushing you around on that chair in severance. <laughs> Any, anyway, so that is, that's all the report backs and all the um, also rans done. And now we're going to launch straight into the films that we have seen this week. And we're going to kick off with cinema. And our first offering to the cinema table is going to be the I believe the twelfth movie in the. Are you there? Yeah. Hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? We've lost you a little bit. Oh yeah. Now yeah, you went yeah. fuzzy. Oh sorry. Yeah, you keep you you keep coming in and out. Yeah. Sorry. That that was just me doing the very very clever thing of putting my finger over the microphone. Ah. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Hmm. Yeah. So um, our first movie it's is the twelfth movie in the Fox X Men franchise, and this is Dark Phoenix. Now, um, Sean, do you want to do you want to kick off with this? Do you really want me to kick off with this? I do want to because after, I, I, after I, last, I, okay, yeah, no, 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 that's I, fine. I'm I quite mean, happy. Sure, to kick. Sean, you, you kick off, and I'll come in. I'll come in and try and put some structure to it. Yeah, but I, yeah. I, I, I think right, I, I think we are going to agree. <laughs> I think we're going to agree a lot this. on this. All right. Oh, oh, toes in. This, this was one of the worst, boringest, awfulest films. It was even worse than Godzilla. It was even worse than Batman vs Superman. It was dire. It was, oh, it just, it was rubbish. It was total, total rubbishy, rubbishy film. Really annoying. There, uh, the actors were oh, like God. just, and, and oh, do you know God. what I'm gonna? I could go, I could spend a whole episode on this, right? Yeah. Professor, oh, James McAvoy, right? <laughs> Nothing like Professor X, right? You know the Professor X, like you must yeah. have seen the old um, John, Luke. John John Luke, right? <laughs> he is absolutely brilliant. Yeah, you think sometimes Stuart. when yeah. people, when sometimes when people play a part, they sort yeah. of research it so that when they play a younger version, they do those a seamless transition. Yeah. yeah. It seems a seamless transition, exactly. So you know, it's like like the guy in, who, who was in Solo. You know, you, yes. you do it with that, but there was nothing, and it's just like that is not Professor X. That's not Professor X. And then and when he and but he's the, been the doing that role for stairs, three films now. He's been yeah. three or four. The films. thing on the stairs, right? The thing. Anyway, I won't even talk. Yeah. We won't even go there. I could, I could go on. That's awful. It's like what is going on? I was in. I was in that cinema, and I was actually. Heckling the screen. Heckling the screen. And there were loads of people oh. in there and they must have thought, who's that weird who's guy? Who's that weird guy? <laughs> Heckling. That is awful. That is awful. <coughs> no. What? I was like jump, I was jumping out of my seat, Sharon. Seriously <laughs> jumping out of my seat. It was blooming awful. It was terrible. I I've, have a confession I think, to make. I, I'm just going to say this thing. I think that 
the company that this was the last X-Men film I think they wanted to make it so horrible they've never ever come so, back because now because now Marvel have got it now Marvel have got the franchise the people who perhaps aren't invested in the Marvel thing will think oh that other X-Men film was so awful I'm not going to bother to go and see it. they've another. taken a cyanide pill and then so, just yeah, drove I the reckon, plane into it so, ok 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 sure sure, sure, sure calm down the thing. Yeah, sure calm down calm down sorry okay. hang on let me count to three one two three yeah I'm good okay, I calm. still have a confession to make in that you know X-Men I'm sort of over it. So when they said Dark Phoenix, I was almost entirely indifferent <laughs> to what it was going to be like. Oh, well, so I so haven't much. actually seen it yet. So no, And I probably won't see no, it. No, Sharon, Sharon, to be honest with you, being totally over X-Men is totally understandable because the last film they did, Apocalypse, was terrible. Oh, that was, <laughs> it was, that, it was, yeah. that, that was dire. That was dire. The best thing I can say about this film is that it's better than that film. So <laughs> it's. That, I, I see. I didn't think so. I have to disagree there. I thought no. Apocalypse was better than this one. No, this... no, no. Apoc- Apocalypse is, wow. a, is a stodgy mess. It's a stodgy mess. I remember being. It is, I, I totally agree. I didn't enjoy Apocalypse, it. but yeah. I didn't. Well, then, this one was worse. This one. Was no. Like, uh, no. My God. I, there's, a yeah, couple, there's a couple of reasons why I would agree with you in being over the whole X Men thing. Like, for instance, ever since they started this, they started this new version with the younger people. And they did X Men yeah. First Class, which was Matthew Vaughan, and I actually really like X Men First Class. That was good. I actually, that good was film. good. But they have made some. I like First Class. Yeah. Yeah, they've made some really baffling, stupid decisions with this film because every single one of these films that they've made has jumped forward ten years. So. X-Men First Class is in the 60s, then Days of Future Past is in the 70s, then Apocalypse is in the 80s, and this one is in the 90s. So that is a span, if, I've not, if I haven't got my maths wrong, of 30 years. Yeah. And there's supposed to be 30 years have passed between all this, and everybody looks exactly the same. I'm like, how the heck? As in the first film. As yeah. the first film. I'm like, why do you keep doing this stupid jump of 10 years? It means that you don't, get, you don't get a chance to get to know any of the characters. And I think especially after what Marvel have done, this is coming in the wake of Endgame, and Marvel have shown you how they've built stuff up so that even if they've gone to the point where one character gives another character a look, and you're like, oh my god, it's on. And, it, and they're trying to, they keep jumping around, they're trying to get you to care for characters. Where, and when you say Batman versus Superman, Sean, I, there were times during this film where I was thinking Batman versus Superman. Because <laughs> the, there is nothing as bad as the Martha moment in the Batman vs. Superman in this film. Oh, but that's awful, it, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing as bad as that. But there were just bits where I'm like, you're asking me to invest in stuff that you haven't given me enough to invest in. But having said that, I thought the film started very, very well. I think that the opening 20 minutes of this film, I was like, okay, okay, okay. But by the time they get to like, you know, a first action scene. I'm like, oh my god, this makes no sense. <laughs> and, yeah, I, I I was, and I was, I was what? pretty much, I was pretty much, you know, like Sean, what you were saying. I was, I was doing a very good impression of you going, oh, god. <laughs> I was in the cinema. What? I don't do this often, but I was going, what? Why would you do that? I mean, that, yeah, that exactly. Yeah. You just, you just, you just spend the whole thing talking about how I'm... you've been trying to live, eat, live peacefully with humans, and they're just going to start throwing a bus around in the middle of New York. That doesn't make any sense! <laughs> it's, it's mad, yeah. I, exactly. And, I mean, the thing is as well, it's consistency, right? Because that, that scene, that New York scene, uh, one of the... There's a most powerful, one of the most powerful X-Men, and in that particular New York scene... Right? It's, it's yeah, like, it's just... Oh, it's, yeah, that, I was, that, was, that was a damn squib. Yeah, I agree with you. That was a damn squib. And then later on, later on, in a later fight, it's like... 
Well, why didn't you use all that in the first fight? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You know, you got all this power. Why did the hell did you use no, that in the yeah. first fight? No, no, what are you holding it back for? Sean, <laughs> I, I, agree, I agree with you totally. It is inconsistent. It doesn't... You're like... And then they make the bad guys, like, really, really powerful. And then oh, and there's, yeah. a, there's a bit in the film where they get to the point where you just go, oh, I see what they're going to do. They're going to say, these guys are so powerful, they can't be stopped. And they're going to stop them in one second with just... Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's yeah, and it's the, the the motivations of the characters are stupid because th- yeah. there's characters in this film who are like, <laughs> okay, cool, I'm gonna go kill that person. That person must die. And literally, literally five minutes later, they're like, Besides, I will give my life to defend this person. This person must live. That's five, it. Yeah, five minutes that. later. Like, no, I agree, Tozin. You're there. You're with me on a film. You agree with me on it. It's just like I mean, it physically I... makes you want to go. What? <laughs> Why? Yeah. What? 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 How did that suddenly happen? Yeah. That one minute you were like the most angriest person on the earth, and then it's like, oh well, okay, you know. <laughs> I'm over ever, that. Totally, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, you know, honestly, right. that, honestly. That, that was... I'm th- you're, you're supposed to believe that somebody. <laughs> and it was, it's like the old, yeah. And, you're, you're supposed and, to believe that oh, some, well, somebody goes from murderous yeah. rage to yeah. from, from murderous rage to like but, uh, in, in like five minutes and but, i was just kind yeah. of like you are messing this up royally <laughs> uh, royally i'll tell you one thing that is that was quite funny is and i always laugh about this because it's been a lot now there's michael fassbender yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. he always does that he's i mean i think it was like in the snow as a film called the snow and something like that but he does that there's a few other teeth, he does that, yeah he does that like the jut in his teeth you know it's like yeah. You know what I mean? And on all their, yeah. all their veins on his neck go all... Yeah. And he does seem to do that in every He does a lot, front. yeah, because he, he can like, do it. They go, do that neck thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's that, exactly that. Charon. I was like that. I was saying, oh, he's going to do that neck thing in a minute. And it's like, there it is. There it is. No, I'll, I'll tell and, you, and there, there, there's one scene, there's a scene that they have with a helicopter that I was just looking at going, this is, this actually, this is, this is bordering on the ridiculous here. But uh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it, 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 I, I, but the thing is, this is a film I gave no hope from the word go when they said Dark <laughs> Phoenix, because when, um, yeah. when Sophie Turner turned up in Apocalypse as Jean Grey, I was like, she doesn't look like Jean Grey. I don't believe her. I don't, this doesn't, this isn't, this isn't vibing. I'm not getting this. Uh, but having said that, I have to say, I think she did well. In this film, I think she actually did well. I thought I thought this film was going to be destroyed because of her, but she did really well. I think I liked all the performances. And then is Sean because of James McAvoy. You always say that James McAvoy does a kind of thing which you you tend to characterize as a yeah yeah, yeah that's it yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, but, he did but, it. But in this film, I think he actually held back on it. There was a bit where I was watching the film. I was thinking, has this guy been reading Sean's notes? He hasn't done it yet. <laughs> so he so, got close, though, didn't he? He got close. He got that, close, like, but it was, it was really, it was really, really toned down. But the thing is, but this film, this film starts really well. I feel like this. I felt at the beginning, I was like, I was like, oh my god, this, this might be going somewhere. But then it just gets to a point where you just that, and the script, like Jean Grey, say something. She say she must say something in a variation of. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> when I feel it, yeah, I okay. hurt people. She must say it like 12 times in the film. And I'm like, for know, goodness sake. <laughs> well, that's it. You could say the dialogue. It was like dialogue. Oh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I feel so alone in that. That's all right. You're part of us. Oh, I don't know. It was awful. It was, it was oh, yeah, dear so, me. Uh, I've is, just looked. Toes him. I've just been looking. I mean, I don't normally do that. I never generally look at other people's reviews, but I'm looking at some reviews now. I just put in... Dark Phoenix review, and I see I'm right to mine. It's just got twenty three percent. Yeah, yeah, that's, what, that's it's, terrible. It, it, that's it, terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, and there's one character who you can see is just waiting for her contract to be over. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Please release me. Release me. Yeah. <laughs> 
pretty much. I think it's having uh, having said all that. I mean, I think it's the kind of film that I get more annoyed about when I'm thinking about it after I watched it. But it's I would give it a three out of five because I think that there's some good stuff. There's some good performances. I like what they said. I like the way they treat Professor X, like how they talk about his ego and all that kind of stuff. But you I've, you you like you like Professor X, did you? Oh, I like the, I like I said. I like the way they treat him. I agree with your thing that there doesn't seem to be much connection between this version of Professor X and Patrick Stewart's professional Professor mm. X or this version of Magneto and Ian McKellen's version of Magneto. I agree with you that that is. But if those didn't exist, this was good. But it's, um, so I would give it a three. Sean, one. Okay. Well, well I, I, for, for me, I, I disagree with you that on Professor X, hated Professor X. In fact, I hated a lot of them, really, to be fair. I don't think there was one Well, that is character. fair, if you hate them all you equally. Know, I, I, <laughs> Quite fair. All equally, you hate them all equally. Even, they even had people like Cable in it and stuff. And, yeah. and, they had Cable? Was it Cable? No, who was, was the guy with like the whip? With the hair. No, no, that wasn't Cable. I don't know who that is. Oh, oh okay. I yeah. thought he was something. Because I, I know, he was, yeah. in the, I know he, was, he was in one of the Days of Future Past one or something. Oh, so okay. Well, oh, that might have been different. Anyway... Anyway, I'm not invested in it, so huh. I really hated it. I still, I think that, as I say, Fox just wanted to kill off the X-Men franchise. So when they, because now Marvel have got the rights, they they just and they were like saying, okay, you're all free to go yeah, after this. Go <laughs> yeah, I, so, I think I think, I, I think after this film, people are going to be begging for Marvel to give to give the X-Men a bit of their magic. Because yeah. so total, total reboot, I think they should yeah. put it to bed for ten years. Well, there was a couple of good X Men films. There has been yeah. a couple X Two. There's good. there's at like least that, right? there's at least four good X Men films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. these later ones, toes in, they just and I mean they must have poured no, they, shed loads of money. Uh, at Apocalypse, this film, and, yeah. and it's just awful. Yeah, I, think, I know that was awful. Apocalypse from Apocalypse, it just went just yeah. I mean, so yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I know what you mean. Um, I mean, I didn't even really the. The big fight scene was there was moments, but oh, no, I'm, no. I'm really sorry. I'm no. really sorry for for us that I'm gonna. I can't. I can't give this more than a two toes, and I'm sorry. Yeah. I cool. really, really can't. Yeah, that is I that. Tried, tried to think of things, but there's no redeeming features for me. No, so on, it's on time a, to call time on. It's time to call Dark time Phoenix. on. Dark Phoenix. Yes, just just get it. Okay, that's because we can go on for an hour about what's wrong with this film, but yeah, but now but we're gonna go over to Netflix, and I think I think even during this podcast we're probably gonna come back and be like. Right, you know, yeah, and this and another thing. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. we're going to go, okay, Sean and I are going to stop being grumpy old men for a yeah, second. Yeah, we are. We're, we're going to go into st- something else. We're going to go into something else. We're going to go into the world of Netflix and see if it can provide us any sucker. And so, Sharon, please take the lead on Ali's wedding and save all our listeners from having to listen to us complain about X-Men. Okay, Ali's Wedding is uh, quite an unusual little film. It's not one I think we would put, or any of us would no. go, oh, we'll watch that one. Because yeah, yeah. we were offered, you know, we were asked if we could review it, didn't we? So mm-hmm. we all watched it. Yeah, and I'm glad it. we did. I found it was quite a charming little yeah. film. Basically, it's about um, an Iraqi student whose family Fred Ira- fled Saddam Hussein in Iraq, ended up in Iran for a while, and then ended up fleeing there and ended up in Australia. Yeah. And it's a bit of a sort of culture clash, rom-com, biopic... Yeah. yeah. Story. Story, it <laughs> yeah. is, really. I mean... I Because mean, and... at the beginning it says, this is a true story, yeah. unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean... But... I mean... A bit of a comedy in there as well, there's, there's humour in it, and yeah. pathos as well, because you see yeah. that... 
these people have, are some they're out of their own environment they're they're in and they're trying to hold on to what they cherish yeah and in the most of these families, they're muslim families so it's their faith they cherish they've cherished their belonging together um but they're also in this strange environment that is completely different so these people who landed in australia as teens yeah. they're being raised like as in, tra- in traditional yeah. ways That's, in a completely modern yeah. Well, the guy's in his garage, his friend's in the garage, which, yeah. do you know what I mean? That's well, yeah. he, like, talk, he says, well, well I'm, in, I'm speaking Australian. <laughs> I always think, you know, it's yeah. like... Um, he swears every I, other word, doesn't yeah, he? I, and yeah, I I'm just speaking Australian. That. I mean, people yeah. say, like, if Australian, that they talk English. See, I don't think, I think every country's got their own, their own even if the same thing. Yeah. It's like, it reminds me of the thing in Fury where he goes, hey, if you want to talk Mexican, you know, well, the Mexicans <laughs> talk Spanish, but he calls it Mexican. Yeah. And, and yeah. in this, it's like, yeah, I talk Australian. And yeah. I guess, I guess, Tosin, you would speak Nigerian, you know, it's like, and so. Probably there's certain rhythms yeah. so like, in speech, I, I, yeah. I, I, like, I like those characters. I did like those characters as mates, you know, in the yeah. garage. Yeah. And, and, yep. and and it also was quite sympathetic as well because oh, it was because it was a bit of an insight into how yeah I've uh, never seen yeah. how a mosque works no, before no no and I it's mean like it's a quite it's, yeah there's, there's you know it's not much different from us really and then there's no difference is there really between like the things they do and the things they like and there's some that are more traditionalist than others yeah. and some that sort of rebel a bit and yeah, yeah. so we we sort of we see it the whole film through Ali's eyes That's who's good. our main character yeah. Um, and he basically is growing up in this... His father's a Muslim cleric. He's the head of the mosque. And there's a lot of expectation on him to do well. And they want him to become a doctor because, you know, that's what happens. You know, if you've got a bright son, you yeah. want your eldest son to be a doctor. Yeah. And um, he has to sit the exam. And then after that, things don't go quite as he planned. Yeah, yeah. I... <laughs> but there's a great scene where they look. They talk about... One of, one of the guys who's... Um, a, a member of the, the the community who's saying to me, hey, you've just got to get married. When you get married, you'll be fine. You'll be a doctor, get married, you'll be sort sorted. And they say, well, we've invited you to this tea drinking ceremony. Say, yeah. And they have to... <laughs> and there's this moment where they say, look, what do I do? And he says, just, yeah, just don't, just wing it. You'll be fine. He says, but I could end up married. <laughs> and and after, when these, and there's one of the guys says... He he's he doesn't know quite what to do, how much sugar to put in, when to stir, what hand to drink it from, and all this sort of stuff. And um, he's obviously trying to sort of look judged by what's going on around him. You know, how is he doing in this sort of tea ceremony? And then they say, "Congratulations, you're engaged." It was yeah. a bit unconventional with the tea thing, but <laughs> you made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he, when, when he's trying. He's trying desperately not to end up married. Not to get engaged. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I think what's. I think what's nice in this as well is the characters in it, you can actually relate to the characters oh, like, in all their different things, you yeah. know, because you get like the ones that are a little bit, I don't know if the word's jealous or whatever, or do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. All yes. the characters that could could be applied in a Western, yeah. you, know, you know, in an yeah. English or uh, American or, you know, could definitely be applied. You think, oh yeah, I recognise that sort of yeah. character. I know people like that. I know, you know. Yeah, the favourite son who's like, oh yeah, yeah. and the, and like yeah, the yeah, bright yeah, one, one, and then yeah. there's the dim one, and then there's the, oh, and there's the daughter. Yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, some, there were some charming moments in it, and oh, yeah, I, and I did find the whole, the fact that you know his dad is a cleric and he puts on musicals in the mosque. Yeah, I know. That's, the yes. life of that Saddam is, Hussein. That's, that's, that's quite yes. funny. Or the trial and, of Saddam Hussein as I, a musical. Yeah, I like, I like the um, who's who's the guy that really is like uh, that, that sees his dad first of all. There's like the the chap who's with with the. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Know, uh, I forget what one it is, you know what I mean? But he's like, oh, yeah, thank you so much. Because he goes oh, yeah. and sees and yeah. says, oh, I'm better not good. You know that one? Oh, you know, yes. You know people like that, that he's just like, 
enamoured, you know. And the old boy because, because I think the character... Okay, Sean, you go ahead. Saeed. Sa- yeah, Saeed. Saeed, yeah. And then there's, um, yeah, and uh, who else was there? Uh, yeah. Okay, um, so, and, so... And the old, yeah, with the, the old boy, you know, with the... Yeah, the, yeah. There's, there's... I said, like, I divorced you to my wife. I said, <laughs> no, I'm divorced. It's ruined my life. There's just different like... characters, yeah. <laughs> no, the thing is, I, I, I think... I said, I divorced you three times. <laughs> I, I have to say, I have to say, I am really, really thankful that somebody brought this film to our attention. Yeah, definitely. Because this, yeah. this film, I think, Sharon, you nailed it. You hit the nail on the head. It was absolutely charming. It was absolutely charming. Film. I think yeah. this this film charmed the pants off me. I was just kind of like, oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> the, I think that I think it's got it's got this film has got one of the strongest supporting casts I have ever seen. In that every yes. single person, yeah. even if they have like you know five minutes of screen time, they have something to do. They have they the, the characters sparkle. I love the fact that it's like you know it's something that you haven't. It's a it's a Muslim rom com, quite frankly. That's what it is. It's a Muslim romantic yes. comedy. Yes, who it, knew they existed? Yeah, I know, I know. And I was reading. I was because obviously it says that it's a true story. So I was trying to do some research to find out how true it was. And the guy who the, so the guy who plays Ali apparently it's his life story, and he was, and he says yeah this has never been done before a Muslim rom com. And I just think like all the different characters, the sort of the way it shows, like like when, you know when you're talking about his group of friends and how his group mm-hmm. of his group of friends almost kind of re- represents this sort of like melting pot mix they have in Australia because the, the film is set in Melbourne yeah. and how like one of them is of Southeast Asian origin. They have like you know the token yeah 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 they, they have the token white guy and then they have like, that's right with and the, 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 the skateboard whatever. yeah and even and even yeah. between even between the Muslim world you have the sort of like you know tribalism or so almost of racism it's like oh where they're from oh they're from lebanon yeah they're from lebanon they oh, can't they're cook. lebanese yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and i and i love the fact that it, it just it sort of almost arrived fully formed took you into this world and i just and there was a law of it that i identified with because there's a lot of stuff in that culture that i re- i recognized from my childhood growing up in nigeria and i was just kind of like this is awesome this is absolutely <laughs> awesome every single character sparkles i would give this film a four out of five I mean, it's 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 kind of like the perfect. I think this is like this is the perfect date movie, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it would be good on the date. I did find it's still for, good. for yeah. me, I, I mean, the first half. I enjoyed the first half up until the tea party much more than I did the. Yeah. I mean, still alright, but yeah, when it sort of unravels a bit. But up up to that point, I thought oh, I, I re- was really really enjoying it. I was yeah. Really really enjoying it, and then I thought the second half sort of got a bit, you know, not quite as. Uh, not quite as engaging, should we say? Yeah. Really. Well, so, yeah. yeah. The, the second half, the second half goes a little bit more stereot- uh, like typical rom com, but still with yeah. a still yeah. with a weird with a weird yeah. twist that you haven't seen before. Yeah, it did. But, with, but with... I love the characters. I, I I do love the characters. Um, I I think they're great. I think I think like you nailed it, Tozin, when you said all the characters are very much. Uh, you know, yeah, and, and I could, I could, out, I could relate to him. I yeah. could recognise those people. I think, oh yeah, yeah, you know, I know someone <laughs> like that. So yeah, so it's really good like that. And and I thought I really like, I like, I don't know, I like ends when they have the the actual photos of the real the people. real person. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. In, there was a very funny one quite, at the end, yeah. wasn't it, yeah, yeah. Cena, that he became an actor and he yeah. fulfilled his ambition to play a terrorist. On yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was, uh, so yeah, but but because I, I didn't enjoy the second half as much as the first half, I'll, I'll probably give this one a three. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, I enjoyed it, and I think there's a lot to say for this film. Yeah. So I would agree with Toes and give this a four. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny. I just remember the bit where they try and go to America. 
that that okay. uh, <laughs> uh, 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 the, the scene the scene happens to be hilarious and horrific at the same time yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but you can imagine every can time imagine he opens it. his mouth it's just like don't say anything else yeah. just don't say anything else <laughs> that's the sort of thing that's the sort of thing that, ha- that happened it you does know? happen you, over, yeah. you can imagine that happening by yeah that, everything and, you and say that's the trouble with today's yeah. society by by you know you, you by one thing, you could say one thing in a, in a yeah. joke or anything and it could be interpreted in a totally different way and like, yeah. you know yeah so, yeah and so, yeah <laughs> oh, okay. But no, it's a, it's, it's a good movie, good solid movie, yeah. and and I enjoyed it. Yeah, I would recommend this to anybody. I'll say, find it, yeah. go on Netflix, a Netflix original, Ali's Wedding. Watch it. You will not be disappointed. I absolutely love that film. All right, cool. Yeah, no, it's great film. And now we jump back to cinema and we talk about Ma. Sean, go. We, we talk have about Ma. Yeah. We have twi- we have thirty two minutes to talk about four films. Right. Okay. So <laughs> we're gonna. Well, you know me. I don't. I don't go too much into the stories or whatever. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that sounded like a big, big alarm. So, yeah, this story basically it's um, about uh, um, this this uh, girl and her mum. They moved back to the town where they originally came from. They've been away in San Diego. Obviously, there'd been a, a breakup in the relationship, whatever. And she makes friends with a couple of other teenagers, and they want to try and buy some booze. So they go out in the thing, and they, they ask some people and that. And eventually, this this lady buys them some booze, and she says, "Look, I don't want, I don't want you." going out, I'd like you to come, you know, you can come to my place. And she's got like a basement with music and all playing. I mean, she has big parties there, not just with a few of them, but with all of them. And um, obviously it's got, this has got, I was, do you know what? I was really pleased. I didn't really know about that, but it's got Juliette Lewis in. Now, Juliette Lewis is one of my favourite act, actors. Oh, yeah. I can't call that anymore. Yeah, I really, really like Juliette. And she played the mum of this. this you don't team. see her very often now, you do you? She... But she's... I mean, yeah. I liked her in, in Whip It. I think in most things that I've seen, yeah. I've really, she, she convinces me. She's, she's good at convincing in the role she plays. But anyway, obviously, because, you know, and, and she is like a mum, you know, she sort of wants to give her a bit of freedom and all that. But anyway, cut a long story short, you get a little bit of history, because back in high school days, back in her mum's high school days, yeah. obviously, Ma, the, the woman who plays Ma, you see her as a younger, and something traumatic sort of happens to her. Which, okay. So she's obviously got a few... A few uh, few issues with things, and obviously these some of these teenagers are, are children of some of the people she went to school with, okay. Ma went to school with. So that's obviously she gets a little bit more psychotic as things go on, and obviously the father of one of the guys, he's like a security, and he goes, "I've been tracking, and I know what." And she she had a real thing for this one guy, you know, that that's that, and. He, he goes in, he's all nice. He says, oh, yeah, you know, let's go for a drink and all that. And she's like, yeah, yeah. And when he gets for a drink, he goes, I don't want you, you know, seeing so, my yeah. son. I've got track, trackers, I know what's going on. And then so it goes all a bit crazy then after Okay. So, so yeah. And so this Ma, she's a complete nut job, I take it. Well, she is, yeah. She's, 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 not, she's not totally, not to start with, I don't think. She's so, not, well, she's you know. Is, it is there, I'll, but it's I'll, just ready for a switch. I'll tell you what, Sean. Uh, Vin is, from the, from the trailer of this film, Got got serious of Nightmare on Elm Street vibes, like you know, Freddy Krueger comes back to like terrorize the children of the people who burned him and all that kind of stuff, and you got got, mm. got, got and also got like some sort of carry vibes as well, because obviously the fact that Ma is a black character and like you know seems uh, for the the trailer seems to make it look like she she essentially gets her way into these people's lives and then starts terrorizing all these white kids, and it's because of something it's, that, because of something their parents did. It's, it's it's something like that, but not quite not quite. Um... I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was exactly that story because originally she just wants some company. She's feeling a bit sad, but because of things that happen, yeah. Gradually, she gets a bit. She gets a bit. 
she gets a bit more crazy, you know, and then mm-hmm. when, when a certain thing happens, obviously it switches on something horrible. But what I quite like about it is um, she, she, you know, well, like when with some of the things, because she's, she's, she, she actually works at a vet, so she's got access to, you know, drugs and things, which, uh, which, because, I mean, that's always a thing, you know, yeah. like, like, you know, tranks and things. So, <coughs> and I, I guess, I guess it's going back to a bit of the, I don't know, like the '80s horror thing. I know you say like Nightmare on Elm Street, that type of thing. Yeah. There's a few. There's there's one squirmy moment in it, which I would say it's not particularly a violent squirmy bit, but no. it's a squirmy squirmy bit. Um. So, but yeah. So basically, that's the story. So it starts off, girl, this lady has parties at her house, and then one of the one of the teenagers fathers comes and says, you know, blah, blah, blah. and then you get a few flashbacks to stuff that happened in high school and obviously all right that thing the thing that puts a switch on so okay. all right yeah cool. but but at the end so of the day sean po- now the what we what we really want to know is what did you think of it okay um i didn't really know what i mean i didn't hate it let's put it this way oh, it wow. wasn't it wasn't and i thought <laughs> i would i didn't didn't hate this i didn't think it was um awful Coming from someone that's um, selling stuff as a horror movie, that's a that's big for you. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm. I mean, there's been because you have quite I mean, high standards for horror. Don't I you? do really. Well, it's not. I wouldn't call it a horror. A film. horror film. Okay. I would not call this a horror film. I All would right. call it more of a thriller. 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 I'd call it more of a thriller, I guess, more than um. So there's a few. <coughs> bit, I mean, Blumhouse, the Blumhouse films. It's really, really weird because most of the ones they make are awful. Yeah. But they did make a couple. I mean, I like Black Clansman. I think that was mm-hmm. that was Blumhouse. That was, All that right. was really good. Get Out was um, Blumhouse. Get Out was Blumhouse, yeah, yeah. and uh, Us wasn't, was it? Us was Blumhouse as well, yeah. Was yeah, well, that, that, see, so there are okay. some good ones. I would, I would, I would put this one as just a, yeah, a, a normal sort of film. I, I mean, it'd have to be a three star, I guess, because I didn't hate it, and I, I, there wasn't anything. There's too, things in its favour. Yeah, yeah. It had things in its favour. It wasn't too ridiculous. I was expecting it to be, you know, really sort of super cliched and stuff, and. So yeah, so and, I, and, I mean, I'll give this a three to be not 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 a strong three this one, but okay. a three nevertheless. All right, cool. How, um, what was Octavia Spencer like? Because she's a, she usually doesn't play this old character. No, yeah. she's normally cuddly mum, isn't she, or yeah. the or, best friend? Uh, yeah, she, in, she, in, she, in her words, she was quite sassy, good. sassy black friend. Yeah, yeah, sassy <laughs> black it. friend. Yeah, yeah, she was. Um, she, I think she played the part well. You know, there yeah. was moments There's where moments of tension. Yeah, I mean, and obviously. Like I say, with with the stuff that happened and the, the the guy she had a sort of real thing with comes in and it's really nice to start with and says, "Oh, let's go on a date and all mm. that." And then so she's on the date. So that's like the carry thing, I guess. Yeah. And then yeah. he he, tur- he turns around and says some stuff, and that's obviously that's the switch that yeah. makes her think. Right. Right. You know? I'm not putting up with this anymore. <laughs> that's that right. type of thing. So yeah, so I'll get, so I'll give it a three. To be okay. Fair. All right. Cool. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Sean. And moving swiftly on. Because we have to. <laughs> um, Sharon, we now go back to the world of not Netflix, but Amazon Prime. Yes. And you saw, yeah. Yes, it's. I, I, think, I think this week we've kind of like reverted into our stereotypes. So Sean went to go see a film that we thought was a horror movie. I went to see a film yeah. that was like a kid's movie with animation. And you went to go yeah. see a film that is part of the burgeoning new thing of Christian movies. 
Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't, well, I didn't actually choose this film this week. I, I go to a ladies' fellowship in my church, and once a month we go out together. Yep. Most of the time we just go for meals, but because we weren't sure what the weather was going to do, we went for a walk. Then we said, well, go for a walk, and then we'll go back and watch a film. And this was one of our ladies chose this film for us to watch because it's a, a Christian film. Yeah. And basically, I can only imagine is the name of a, a very, song. A very a, famous a, song. Yes. And apparently it's when it was first released as a single, it was one of the very few Christian songs that actually made the mainstream pop charts. Yeah. And it, it sold millions of copies in America. And we actually had to look because none of, I know, I, I sort of knew the song, but it's not one that we sing in my church. Um, but we looked it up in the hymn book and it's there. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, in our hymn book. I, I, it's, I, I, it's one of those songs that it's, it's good when the band play it, but when you try and sing it as a hymn, it's kind of like stumbles along a bit and isn't quite good, but it's an awesome, awesome song. I have to admit. Yes, this, it's, this, a gr- yes. This is, it's a great song. Yeah, it's one of those ones that, yes, I don't think you can join in with very well. It just turns into karaoke. It, it's as bad, a worship bad song. Bad karaoke, yeah. Yes, but I think if someone performs it, it's one of those ones that yes. really moves. Does it need like an orchestra and, and all the whistles and bells and things? Well, you need someone with a killer voice, basically, who can yeah. do it justice. Yeah. And can emote when they sing. <laughs> but yeah, I can only imagine. It's basically the song. It was, this is a song, um, as we've said, a hugely popular Christian song that was written by this guy called Bart uh, Millard, I think his name is. I can't see it. Can we scroll down? Yeah, Strong yeah, American name. Controller. Yes, Bart. Here we go. Oh, this is this is Bart on here. Uh, Bart Millard, <laughs> I think his name is. And uh, basically, it starts off with how he came to be inspired to write this song because he says at the end of the film, "I only wrote I wrote this song in ten minutes." And they said, "This is not a ten minute experience. This is you're you're expressing." a lifetime's worth of experiences here. And it goes back over his childhood, how he had a very abusive childhood. His dad was violent and aggressive to him and his mother. His mother left when he was very young, leaving him on his own with his violent and aggressive father. He was... He tried to become a football star to please his dad. He was, again, like a high school football player from South. But he had a nasty accident and broke both his legs. And then because he had to fill up the, the gap in his studies, he, he and the only class that had availability was the glee club, which is basically like a choir. Yeah. And he had to join, as a, as a football player with two broken legs, he had to be wheeled in to the choir room. And then they basically discovered that he actually's got an amazing voice. And they cast him as Curly in Oklahoma as a school play. Oh, yeah. And he basically convinced everyone that he had such a good voice that he should be singing professionally. And so he decides that he is going to become a professional singer. And he had joins a band. And you see how the, the struggle of how the band gets on the road, how they try to sort of make it. And everyone says, no, you just don't have what it takes to make it in Nashville. You don't have what it takes to make it on the Christian circuit. So oh, wow. your best, you know, Best sort of, you know, give it a rest, boys. And then his father was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And in his illness, he um, basically gets converted to Christianity himself, his father. Yep. And undergoes basically this sort of paradigm shift in his whole lifestyle. From being this horrible, abusive man, he develops a really loving, close relationship with his son. And they, his son learns to forgive him. And when his father dies, he basically assesses you know, all that he's been through with his dad and he sits down and writes this song and he sends it to a very famous Christian singer, Amy Grant, who I've heard of, but oh, yeah. outside of the Christian circles, I don't think many people know it. And she said, this is an amazing song. I will definitely sing it for my, in my, next, for my next single. And then she starts, 
she's playing it and they send the copy out of to um they're going to send it out to all the radio stations to say you know that this is going to be amy grant's next single and then she says actually this is not my song i don't i'm going to give it back to you you should be singing your own song yeah and so she gives it back to him he sings it and it becomes basically this phenomena yeah. Uh, so that's the whole story, basically. So, so <laughs> the okay. story of how this song came to be written. So, okay, so last week we were talking about Rocket Man. Is this pretty much Rocket Man without the drugs and booze? Yes, it's Rocket Man, a Christian Rocket Man. <laughs> it, it is, it's the same sort of principle. You know, you see how someone goes from point A, their childhood, to point B, um, which is normally their crisis point, and then point C is where they come out the other side and his point c was when he sat and wrote this song and it then took and the band he formed is called mercy me yeah in america hugely popular sold when they've had 21 albums they've sold millions they've played for presidents and they've played for concerts they're just like a huge thing yeah we've never heard of them in this country <laughs> well I, I, um, I heard so, of them yeah. i heard of them but only because of this song yeah yeah i, I tried to listen to some of the other stuff didn't wasn't that uh, uh, wasn't that overawed by the other stuff but this but i can only imagine that's that's like a sit in sit in a room close your eyes and maybe have a little bit of a cry kind of, kind of yes song. It's, it's there's a lot of power in that song yeah definitely yeah dennis quaid plays the abusive dad and i didn't know anyone else in it at all to be honest with you no one else <laughs> registered on my radar at all so i would say it's a niche film i mean i don't think it's for everyone because i think where it is sort of definitely a coming from that christian background um i think you have to have some sympathy for it i think to get it but it's, it is an underdog story you know you, you do root for him because he's he's an unlikely hero he's slightly chubby he's yeah. you know he's sort of a bit of disaffected and he's a bit of a not an oddball but he's you know he's not your classic your classic hero so you do root for him in an underdog sort of way so but yes i think i i enjoyed it i thought it was a good film um but it's quite niche i think in its audience so i would give it a three and say if you know the song you probably get more out of the film than I if you didn't know the song to be fair i probably do if i may have heard it you might have yeah. heard it it did okay. sort of cross over it's one of the few crossover songs right, that went that. from I'll check it out sure, uh, sure. i'll listen to that i'll put that on afterwards yeah it's the kind of it's the kind of song that you would hear imagine you're driving down an american highway imagine one of your trips to america you're, you're driving down an american yeah. highway you put it onto this random radio station and it's like some nice middle of the road, yeah. easy listening. Oh, this, is, this is WKB, CXRC. Yeah. Exactly. Sing, that was, I can only imagine, where Mercy Me and... Mer- we're just going to play, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Mercy Me are going to be playing at the um, the old townhouse tonight. And <laughs> that, that kind of... Is that kind Here's of song. a little number. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's cool. the kind of song you want to have it. You want to drive, drive in a convertible car down. It's not quite your rock um free falling kind of thing but it's i think ha, give the give the song a listen i can definitely recommend the song even though i haven't seen the film okay yeah i will i'll listen to that yeah so i think yeah it's it's, it's yeah not a bad film not it's worth a watch but be prepared that it's not you know going to be a action thriller it's it is what it is but yeah i enjoyed it okay. all right cool so you said three out of five for that three out of five for that one three out of five from that one that might be no, it, it can't be. I'm thinking, I was thinking, wondering whether that's the first ever Christian biopic, but I'm not sure. Nah, there's got to be another one somewhere. Someone's going to have made an Airy Grant movie. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, there are thousands in the American Christian yeah. genre. Yeah. There's, it's a huge yeah. market. Yeah, All so right. there's so many. Okay, and now we go back to cinema. Let's say, oh, guys, we might actually do this. We might actually do this. We've got 18 minutes. 
18 minutes for two <laughs> films. Because kind of like it. So we, we now can go, do this, people. We can do this, people. Come on. All right. Um, we go back to um, cinema and we talk about Pokemon Detective Pikachu. This one has been out of it's been out a while now. I think it's probably on its way out of cinemas at the moment, and it's something that I've been meaning to watch, but I haven't actually seen it. So you might, I mean, Sean, you okay? Your daughter might have she must have hit the Pokemon thing. You must have. Um, believe it or not, I'm, I'm surprised I haven't seen this because I was into the Pokemon thing. Well, <laughs> you were. I the... wasn't. I mean, <laughs> I was into the Pokemon thing as a re- well, basically because I worked at the school. All the yeah, it was like it was it. it was one of those mad crazes. So yes, obviously I used to you know. All the, uh, I mean, I mean, I used to do a breakfast club, and that's what they'd be playing. Was this? And so obviously, I. You saw I, the cards yeah, come out. Yeah, every the day, cards, yeah. and I even watched a couple of the cartoons, like you yep. know. So I even know some. Believe it or not, I even know them. You know, like Machamp and Charizard and uh, yeah, you know, and other and than Squirtle. Pikachu yeah. and shiny, shiny little shiny cards, which were like people when they yeah. collected yeah. them. Yep. I got, a sh- I remember a little bit saying, I got a shiny, I got a shiny, yeah. and I was yeah. like, what's a shiny? What's a shiny? And they're like, oh, a special one, you know. I remember buying packs upon packs upon packs of cards for my yeah. nephew, yeah, yeah, and going into the comic shop and saying, okay. I, I, they knew him. I was yeah. saying, okay, what hasn't he got? Yeah. <laughs> but I always liked. I, I always liked. I think they were called Team Rocket, the bad guys. You know oh yeah, I mean? yeah. They, Team they had Rocket. That cat go. Thing yeah, that's it. <laughs> Team Rocket. Yeah, but they had that little cat thing, the mouth. And you just go, yeah, ah, yeah. Ah, ah, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah, quite yeah. liked liked him because I thought I always thought Pikachu was a bit too too nice, really. So, but I'm surprised they haven't seen this movie. So, yeah. does it? I mean, just can I ask you? Do all those characters sort of appear in it? I mean, do you get the all the other Pokemon, or is this sort of not you, really? You you get uh, the it's it's like okay, it's not an adaptation of the of the cartoon to begin with. It's like it's right. a, it's so you know in the cartoon you have the whole thing with the balls and you have to throw the balls to catch a Pokemon and all that. Yeah, that's the, it. Yeah. The idea behind this is that there's a city that has been formed where there is no the Pokemon roam free, so the Pokemon live side by side with humans, so nobody catches. Is it like Who Framed Roger Rabbit? In that regard, a bit like that, yeah. Oh. To be honest with you, it's a bit who frame. Actually, it is very much who. Okay, you've just blown this thing wide open. This thing is an adaptation <laughs> of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh my god, it is! It, is. it has all. It has all the same story beats as Who Framed Roger. Oh, good lord! I don't. I don't think it's that good anymore now. Yeah, but but essentially, it's it's about this city where the Pokemon and the humans live side by side, and the main character of the film, uh, played by Justice Smith. He, his dad lives in this city as a, as a detective and he's been told that he gets told something that, okay, your dad's dead. So he goes to the city to find out, like, you know, clear up after his dad and he finds out that his dad's Pokemon partner, which is a Pikachu, is in his, is in the, in his dad's apartment. And for some reason, usually Pokemon can only ever say their own name. So Squirtle walks around going, Squirtle, Squirtle, Charizard goes, Charizard, Pikachu goes, <laughs> Pikachu all he ever says is Pika, 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 and that's what everybody hears when he when they hear him talk. They just hear him go Pika, Pika, Pika. But this he goes he but this um, Pokemon shows up and he has Ryan Reynolds' voice, so this he can hear he can understand everything this Pokemon is saying, and he thinks he's going mad. And the guy's like, "Oh my God, you can understand me! This is great!" And it's kind of like imagine Ryan De- Ryan Reynolds doing Deadpool for children. Right. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Yeah, so it, it, the way he just sort of like comments on absolutely everything and all that kind of stuff. And it's a, it's a, there's even a bit, there's a, there's a meta moment that I absolutely loved in which Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu is singing the original Pokemon theme tune from the cartoon. 
<laughs> you know the Pokemon gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. <laughs> and there's a bit where he's singing it. So, and there, but one of the things because the original Pokemon cartoon was one of the few cartoons that mod modern cartoons that I would watch and go, this actually makes it makes it feels like when I was watching GI Joe as a kid, or I was watching like you know um, Dungeons and Dragons as a, like a, just a good kids cartoon that flows and is unabashedly kidly, kid friendly, and all that kind of stuff. And I, I, I loved it. I, I, I loved the cartoon. <laughs> cool. And I had the same feeling when I was watching this film. It goes really, really well. Having Ryan Reynolds voice uh, Pokemon is, it works weird. It works very well, weirdly enough. <laughs> and it's, yeah, and it's, and the, the, the creature design in all of, all of the Pokemon is awesome. It's absolutely awesome. The Pokemon are just so cute. Somebody even makes a joke about it in the film. They go, yeah, I write, uh, they're like, I want to be a real journalist, but uh, they just have me keep writing like, you know, articles like, uh, like lists saying, oh, the top, the top 11 cutest Pokemon. She's like, newsflash, they're all cute. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, so is a, a Team Rocket in this, Toes? No, no Team a Rocket. Team they don't turn up. No, no Team Rocket, no Ash, nothing like that. So because it's it's like a totally different world from anything you've seen in any right. of the other cartoons before. So that there's no Team Rocket, um, there's no Pokeballs, there's no like because in this city it's supposed to be it's supposed to be like you know a utopia and um, Pokemon battles are outlawed, all that kind of stuff. And it has a couple of surprises where I was watching it going, oh wait a second, oh I didn't know he was in this. Yeah, oh he's in <laughs> this. Oh well then uh, he's probably the bad guy. <laughs> so especially now that Sharon's just said that it's Who Framed Roger Rabbit I'm looking at it going yeah that is what it is so now anybody who's watching Who Framed Roger Rabbit there's nothing that this film has to surprise you uh, uh, especially the answer to why the answer to why he can understand this Pokemon why this Pokemon can can understand him and nobody else can understand it and all that kind of stuff I didn't think it was quite it's not quite consistent but quite frankly, it's a kid's movie. It's trying to have a lot of fun. It does that successfully. So even though it's not consistent, it kind of gets away with it. But um, So Pokemon, Detective Pikachu, because it gave me the smiles and I walked the cinema league, I will give it a four. Especially Hi, if you have a young child with you or if you were into Pokemon when you were a kid, go watch it. Well, as I, I've I, said before, my I, brother and my nephew went to see this film. And guess what? They enjoyed it. They liked it. Yeah, yeah. I've, got, I've, I've, had good, I've heard good reports. Yeah. I've heard good reports on it. So if I did ask about, my nephew like, face to face. Yeah. I said, "Oh, you went to see Detective Pikachu. What did you think?" He went, "I liked it." That's that's it. You know, that's his review. Yeah, that's it. So that's a good review. <laughs> yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there are. Yeah, bits, I have heard good things. I think it's. Has it done? It must have done pretty well. I think it's probably done quite well. I would yeah, think. yeah. I don't, I don't, still be around. Still be around. Yeah, I mean, it must it, be still getting people in. Yeah, it, it's no. It's, it's a couple of weeks old now, isn't it? Yeah, it's no Avengers Endgame, but then again, it's no X Men Dark Phoenix. So <laughs> can't say fairer than that. <laughs> so it's um, I'll tell you what, I'm surprised that it's still in cinemas. I keep, I'm still seeing it. Is can you ever forgive me? Oh. yeah. Can you ever? It's showing at my oh, local, really? at my local cinema. But uh, yeah, when that was last year, I saw that, or earlier this year. Where did yeah. I see that? It was, early, it was early this year. It was in the run-up to Oscars, but it's, it's in cinemas. I'm like, why is this in cinemas? It's on at 10 o'clock in the morning. I think it might be a golden oldies thing oh. or something like that. But Yeah, they're sort of dragging them out for the old age pensioners. Uh, okay, and now we're going to finish off with another Netflix original. And, oh, I've, I'm the only one who's seen this, I think. It's called... Yes, All Always Be My Maybe. It's called Always Be My Maybe. Now, those of you who are Mariah Carey fans will realize that that title is a pun on Always Be My Baby. And this is... Ah. 
you know how we we spoke about having a, a Muslim rom-com and Netflix seem yeah. to be they seem to be focusing and going okay there's a whole bunch of areas of people who have not been represented or have not been serviced so we're going to invest in making those sort of films like Ali's Wedding and this is another one of those sort of films because this is a Southeast Asian rom-com I know that uh, Crazy Rich Asians got there first. This has a smaller budget, but it's, it stars Ali Wong, who is, uh, she's a comedian, and she, I love this woman. She is flat out hilarious. Uh, if, if you, if so you... So is it, Toast, yeah. just to come in there, so what, what, what country is it then? So you said it's sort of east, from it, the east, yeah? So it, is, it, it, is it like in, Indian or... Oh, no, no, it's, it's American. Oh, it's an American film. Yeah, it's, oh, right, it's okay. an American it's American film, but the characters in it are Southeast Asian. So, like the they're ethnically, right. okay. are they ethnic Chinese or ethnic like, Korean or like something? Koreans. Uh, well, something. the the she is she is at least part Chinese. He is Korean. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah that sort of culture. That sort of culture. Yeah. yeah. It's set in San Francisco. So Sean, I know you like that. <laughs> Mounting pot. Yeah, it's, it's set in San Francisco, but I was saying it's, it stars Ali Wong. I mean, she wrote she wrote it and stars in it, and she's hilarious. She has two Netflix specials called Baby Cobra and um, Oh Hard Knock Wife. Hard, and Sean, ah. the, the stand up specials, watch them. I she is hilarious. I, I, she is straight up hilarious. So much, so much, so much you could watch, isn't it? Really? There is so much you could watch. I see that. Keanu Reeves appeared in this as himself. <laughs> oh no, they shouldn't put that on there. That's that's a total spoiler. Keanu Reeves is. Oh, in I'm the... sorry. Yeah, but Ke... raise that remark. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is in the film, and he plays such a weird character. It is so. He is hilarious. He's in the film for about ten minutes, and I think a lot of the stuff that people have been talking about the film is just about how weird he is in the film, and how <laughs> how much he just he just sort of he is he shows up in the film looking like John Wick. He looks like he's just come straight off the set of John Wick into this film, and he walks around and, and he. But he is he is funny. He is weird. He's all that other stuff. But the main story about it is about um, two people. They they're called. Uh, see, the guy's called Marcus, and the girl's called Sasha. And they've grown up beside each other while they were kids, and they were best friends all the way through their lives and all that sort of stuff. Something happens. They grow apart. She becomes this like you know world famous um, chef who opens restaurants and everything like that. Think Jamie Oliver. She becomes like that for like bridging like bringing Asian food to the mainstream and all that kind of stuff. He stays okay. in San Francisco and he doesn't want to live. He doesn't want to uh, go anywhere. She comes back home to open up a restaurant and then they reconnect. Then and then so much rom com stuff happens. But one of the things that I like about <laughs> it is a bit like you know when you talk about Ali's wedding, how it gives you like a, a it gives you a twist on the rom com that you haven't seen before. And with this, yeah. it's, it's really sort of jumping into the into the sort of like the, the sort of Asian culture and stereotypes, so those who happen to be true and all that kind of stuff. But it ends up being quite a modern, different story. Like the fact is, he he works with his dad, and he and his dad go to her house to like fit something. And his, his, his dad is like, oh, Sasha, haven't seen you in ages. Oh, you're doing really, really well. And she's like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. Kim. And he's like, how much money do you have? And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and And Marcus is like, no, he's serious. And she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And it's and it's it's actually really funny. It's one of these films where the, even the supporting characters I think are really really good. They're really funny. Um, his his dad is hilarious. Her best friend is actually quite good. And even though it's I watched it with my wife, and even the I think it's the script is quite good. Some of the lines are killer, and it works really really well as a whole film together. I would give this I, I for a rom com I would give it a, ooh. 
I'm gonna go four out of five. It's not as nailed wow, on the four. Wow, that's been that's been that's been oh. some some high scores this week. Yes. Yeah, some high yes. recommendations. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I, you had a good viewing week. I did. I did. I did week. have a good viewing week. I did have a good viewing because I think this film, it's it's probably a bit generic, but there's enough zip in the script and in the performances and in Ali Wong and Randall Park. Just the, the, the performances, and he has like a band called Hello Peril, and some of the songs he sings are hilarious. There's enough in there for me to just push it into that four out of five star territory for me. So that is it. Cool. So all that is left to say is who has won this week. And. Wow. And. I reckon, I reckon yeah. Yeah, what are you going to say, Sean? You reckon? Well, I, 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 from the sound of it, with the, I reckon Netflix has, 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 has caned it this week. Absolutely, I should imagine wiped the floor. Okay. I think. All right. With uh, we should find out. Yes. Yes. Uh, Sharon, any guesses? I would probably say agree. I think Netflix took it this week. All right. I All think right. by a margin of not point. What? Oh. That's point, surprising. Yeah. Okay. Let me see this. This is. I think it's a not point three four. By a margin of not point three four, the winner this week is Netflix. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you guess which film? Yeah, we had some I, th I thought it would be. I thought it'd be more convincing than that. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so oh, well, there you go. Well, can you imagine? Can you guess which film led the cinema side down? I'll give you a guess. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, well, guess. Uh, I mean, that's a tough one. I just got to think. What can, what can Do I have to go be? through my alphabet might, to get you there? You might have to help me. Is it an alphabet, man? Something. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, because yeah, uh, that one, the the one, the horrid one. Yeah. The alphabet spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it was it was round it was round one that was the decider because round two, Mar versus I can only imagine. Dead, dead mm -hmm. even, three yeah. stars each. Round four, Pokemon versus Always cool. by Maybe, dead even, four stars each. And uh, right. yeah, it was round one. Dark Phoenix, an amalgamated score between Sean and I of 2.5, and Ali's Wedding, an amalgamated score between the three of us of 3.6. Wow, that's the difference. That is the difference. Those are the small stuff. margins we're playing with on this show. But now, we've done it, people. <laughs> it is, we've finished. It is not seven o'clock. We have three minutes to play with, and all that is left to whoop, say whoop. is... Thank you all for listening to this crazy, hard, fast, madcap rush to the finish line. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. We will see you next week. Uh, yeah, that's it. We'll see you next week. So goodbye from me. We'll see you next week. Yeah, let's. Um, goodbye and, from me. And goodbye from me. Yeah, I'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> see you later.